there are many similarities between the prophet Ezekiel, whose name means God strengthens, ref, Bible hub slash Easton's Bible Dictionary, and the prophet Jeremiah who I just addressed in my last series. They were contemporaries, both receiving direct communication from God, and passing along God's warning message to His people. Like Jeremiah, Ezekiel communicated a strong prophetic message to the people about, Judas, coming destruction due to their continued rebellion against God and their abominations in serving foreign gods. In this process, God told Ezekiel, Son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto thee receive in thine heart, and hear with thine ears, easy 310. Like Jeremiah, Ezekiel cared about his people, wept for them, and petitioned God not to destroy his entire house of Israel. Meanwhile, similar to Jeremiah being set as iron, God gave strength to Ezekiel in dealing with his rebellious, stubborn people, telling him that, like adamant stone, harder than flint, I have made your forehead. Easy 3-9. In the meantime, God was giving Ezekiel a much bigger message in scope, content and meaning than just for the Judah society of his day. Ezekiel and Jeremiah were both sent with a message to the entire house of Israel. And furthermore, their prophecies and visions have very important meaning for our current end times. Speaking of, the overriding central theme in the book of Ezekiel for our last day's time period is as follows. God will be taking back His land and His inheritance for a coming heavenly kingdom, and will destroy the counterfeit kingdom constructed by those who have rebelled against Him and have persecuted His remnant people. Analysis that I will provide in this series will support this theme. In this passage, Part 1, I will specifically address those prophetic signs and messages from the prophet Ezekiel that are relevant to our current last day's time period. I will address these as part of the following topics. Ezekiel himself as a last day's figure. Ezekiel's warning signs to a rebellious last day's Judah, country of Israel. I will cover both of these topics in its separate section below. Ezekiel himself as a last day's figure. As it was for Jeremiah, it is helpful to consider Ezekiel himself as a type of biblical holy figure living in our current end times. God frequently addressed Ezekiel as son of man and gave him prophetic messages and instructions to be carried out by an Ezekiel protege who would be living in our current last day's time period. In his day, Ezekiel himself was part of the remnant including certain Judah royals that was taken into exile in Babylon well before King Nebuchadnezzar's final invasion of Judah. So when Ezekiel spoke to his people of captivity, he was relaying God's messages to his remnant people living in Babylon. The area of Babylon where this remnant lived was referred to as the land of the Chaldeans. Does this scenario sound familiar? We have a Jacob-Judah remnant in today's Babylon U.S., referred to in Scripture as, the beauty of Chaldean excellence, who are part of a royal inheritance for God's coming kingdom and are held captive by the Antichrist Chaldean Cabal. Thus, the reader should keep in mind throughout this series that there is parallel meaning for end times Babylon U.S. Through Ezekiel's life, signs and messages communicated. Also, Ezekiel's persona very likely represents a member of the last days remnant of God's people who reside in Babylon U.S. So, Ezekiel's end times protege referred to as son of man is indeed communicating a message for the entire last days house of Israel, including those living in Babylon U.S. Ezekiel represents a last days deity figure. Ezekiel himself is addressed many times by God as son of man. Of course, Jesus had referred to himself with this same term, and Jesus also spoke of a future Son of Man to come in our end times. It seems reasonable to consider this last day's Son of Man as the same one whom Ezekiel symbolically represents. Furthermore, it seems reasonable to assume that this figure would be the person who is one and the same as the end times Spirit of Truth or Holy Spirit. We have other clues that Ezekiel's visions represent those of an end times deity figure among us. 
God asked him more than once, Son of man, will you judge, this people? Only deity has the power to judge. Furthermore, Ezekiel in his writings refers several times to being filled with the Spirit, lifted up and taken away, Ezekiel 314. Ezekiel had visions in which the heavens were open to him. Indeed. In his visions, in addition to seeing the four heavenly creatures he described in vivid detail, CHS. 1 and 3, God personally showed Ezekiel around the heavenly Jerusalem temple, including the gates and inner courts. Meanwhile, back on earth, Ezekiel himself was a God-assigned prophet and watchman among his people. He had a Levitical priestly background, i.e. that came down from his father, likely a Levite, which made him both a prophet and a priestly type figure to his people. His background as a likely Levite maybe have been a key qualification for God showing him around the heavenly temple. Ezekiel similar to other last days biblical figures who warn the people. God instructed Ezekiel to hear my word and to warn. Similar to Jeremiah, we know that the central theme of this warning message was God's coming punishment on the country of Israel. Here, however, we should also remember Jeremiah giving to Sariah a last days quiet prince figure, a book of prophecy that Jeremiah instructed him to read to those in last days Babylon U.S. about God's coming punishment onto this nation. This can be considered a parallel warning to God's house of Israel people living in Babylon U.S. God's punishment on Babylon U.S. in these last days will occur at roughly the same time that His punishment begins on the country of Israel. Of particular interest regarding the story about coming punishment on those in His house of Israel, God presented Ezekiel with an unrolled, S.C. roll of lament, mourning and woe, as a basis for his message and warning his people. Just as Jeremiah had told God, your words were found and I did eat them, Jer 15 16, Ezekiel similarly remarked. And he said unto me, Son of man, cause thy belly to eat, and fill thy bowels with this roll that I give thee. Then did I eat it, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. Easy 3-3. God instructed Ezekiel to take the message or information from this scroll to his people, the house of Israel. Ezekiel's description of this scroll appears very similar to the one the Apostle John was given from an angel in heaven, referred to as a little book in the book of Revelation, Reverend C.H. 10. John took the book in his mouth and remarked that it was as sweet as honey, but that as soon as he had eaten it his belly was bitter. The angel then told John after he received the book that he must prophesy again to many peoples, nations, tongues and kings. In short, this will be a testimony to the world against Antichrist iniquities and wickedness, and for the kingdom of righteousness in Jesus Christ. Thus, the reason for the bitter and sweet attributes of the scroll, respectively. Similar to Ezekiel's heavenly vision experiences described above, John the Revelator was called to, come up here and at that time observe that he was in the Spirit, in the throne room of God, and among very similar heavenly creatures as those Ezekiel experienced. The point here is that these experiences by John and Ezekiel, and their respective meanings, appear to be highly interrelated and happen in the tribulation period. Furthermore, they show that Ezekiel and the Apostle John have the same or at least a very similar prophetic persona of a biblical figure living among us in these last days. Ezekiel's link to additional familiar end times biblical figures. Consistent with a John the Revelator type, who is to prophesy to many peoples, nations, etc., we should consider how the figure whom both Ezekiel and Jesus referred to in the third person as an end-time son of man reaches the whole house of Israel and eventually all of the nations and peoples of the world with God's message. This sounds very much like the task of end-times Jacob, whom I have discussed in detail on this site. Consider that end-times Jacob raises up the tribes of Israel, is a light of truth about Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, and by his actions versus the Chaldeans frees captives worldwide. Speaking of end-times Jacob, you will notice later in this passage, 
combined with the background given in my prior posts on this site, that many of Ezekiel's signs and warnings generally appear to correlate with events expected at the beginning of the tribulation period. You will also recall my prior passages on the spiritual birthing of God's children, and my estimation that several of these birthings appear to take place at the beginning of the tribulation period. In particular, I have addressed spiritual birthings of end times Jacob, Jeremiah ch. 30, as well as Emmanuel God with us, is ch. 7, as those coinciding with events at the beginning of the tribulation period. It is unclear, but it is possible that the spiritual birthing of Emmanuel is the same spiritual birthing as end times Jacob's, symbolically speaking. We may be able to connect these birthings with a kickoff of end times spiritual experiences such as those shown in Ezekiel's heavenly visions and instructions given to him by God. After all, these birthings as I have described previously represent signs and warnings themselves, just as Ezekiel's life experiences do. I will address this later in this passage herein. The scroll that likely represents truth about Chaldean iniquities and the beginning of serious worldwide conflict. The bittersweet scroll that I mentioned above is likely the public revealing of Antichrist Chaldean plans along with their secret organizations worldwide lawlessness the bitterness that will start tumultuous events of the tribulation period. The contents of the scroll are very likely the reason why God says the hurt of the daughter of his people has not been healed in the manner in which end times Jacob's wound cannot be healed. The country of Israel's leaders will likely be strongly implicated for the Chaldean mob-style persecution of their own remnant people in Babylon U.S. I have described prior how God will be particularly angry because of the persecution of the daughter of His people. They have healed also the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly, saying, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. Jer 6 14. For the hurt of the daughter of my people am I hurt, I am black, astonishment hath taken hold on me. Is there no bomb in Gilead, is there no physician there? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? Jer 821-22. This information that is revealed, albeit difficult to hear, will be considered as sweet to the mouth by many because it will provide truth about the outcome of the Jacob-Judah remnant's fight, led by the Lord Himself, against their evil Chaldean enemy. This will be a light to the Gentiles of the world so that this previously unseen spiritual war will come into full view. Most importantly, souls will be saved as a result. However, this will be the time that the Chaldeans will step in and pretend to be the solution, signaling peace when there will be no peace. In other words, there will not be justice for all of their crimes committed and there will be a realization worldwide about Chaldean oppression and persecution of others. The great deception will be that the global Antichrist Chaldeans pose as the solution to the worldwide problems that they created in the first place. The effort will be led by the man of lawlessness himself, the Antichrist, who will smooth talk and flatter world citizens in an apparent appeasement. Then, the Chaldeans will go right back to doing what they do they will redouble their efforts of persecuting an oppressed class of people worldwide. In Scripture it is clear that God will be angry about this phony peace agreement because there will not be justice. Ezekiel's last day's vision slash warnings described in the section below in this passage including his own signs to his people will signal God's coming punishment. Would it not be fitting if it is end times Jacob who is the one who actually fulfills Ezekiel's signs and messages through his actions? After all, Jacob, like the daughter of Zion, will also have been heavily persecuted by the Chaldeans. So the messages and signs prophesied by Ezekiel around the 600s BC will actually be carried out soon by the end-time son of man, possibly Jacob. Recall again that Jacob resides in last days Babylon U.S., so his signs for his people in God's land of Israel can also be considered to be signs for God's house of Israel residing in Babylon U.S. Ezekiel's messages and signs are addressed herein in the section below. Ezekiel's warning signs to rebellious last days Judah. 
one factor that would lend credence to the prophet Ezekiel foreshadowing end times Jacob, and possibly also the same as the end times deity figure Emmanuel, Spirit of Truth, is the fact that Ezekiel's signs come true for Israel at the same time that he performs them. God says prophetically to his people and Ezekiel, respectively. Thus Ezekiel is unto you a sign, according to all that he hath done shall ye do, and when this cometh, ye shall know that I am the Lord God. Easy 24-24. Say, I am your sign, like as I have done, so shall it be done unto them, they shall remove and go into captivity. Easy 12-11. Another sign that Ezekiel might represent end times Emmanuel will be that he bears the iniquities of his people. This suggests a type of Savior like Jesus Christ. Ezekiel's sacrifices and offerings through his life and signs are shown in the sections below. Ezekiel's signs and warnings of a siege on Jerusalem. First, Ezekiel, and times Jacob, is instructed by God to be a watchman to warn his wicked, rebellious people. God will set him against them with warning signs. Ezekiel will try to get his impudent and stiff-hearted people to hear, but God tells him to communicate his message whether they choose to hear or not. God tells Ezekiel. And they come unto thee as the people cometh, and they sit before thee as my people, and they hear thy words, but they will not do them, for with their mouth they show much love, but their heart goeth after their covetousness. Easy 33-31. Recall Jesus' words in that he had wished to gather Jerusalem as a hen gathers chicks under her wings but that his unbelieving, unfaithful people would not. Recall Jesus also rhetorically asking whether the future, Son of Man would find faith on earth when he comes. He was referring to this current last day's time period implying the future Son of Man not being able to reach this people due to their lack of hearing. Because of his people's rebelliousness, Ezekiel warns of a coming siege via signs that he gives. In these last days, Ezekiel, Jacob, or the Son of Man, first takes a clay tablet as he is instructed by God in order to portray Jerusalem. God further instructs him to build both a wall and a mountain against Jerusalem. Recall that I have previously described the meaning of a wall, generally speaking to symbolize the great divide between oppressors and their iniquities on one side and the righteous, oppressed on the other. Within the country of Israel, this wall coming into view represents the exposing of their own Chaldean atrocities and iniquities. About this wall, God instructs Ezekiel, end time son of man. Moreover take thou unto thee an iron pan, and set it for a wall of iron between thee and the city, and set thy face against it, and it shall be besieged, and thou shalt lay siege against it. This shall be assigned to the house of Israel. Easy 4-3. This warning aligns with Jesus' prophetic words that Jerusalem will be surrounded by armies and under siege in the last days, Luke 21-20. This will be because of the country of Israel's atrocities that are revealed. We are also told the Chaldeans will surround the country of Israel as follows, as keepers of a field, are they against her roundabout, because she hath been rebellious against me, saith the Lord, Jer 4 17. Ezekiel's, Jacob's, transition while in captivity as a sign. So, as Ezekiel does in their sight, so do the people of Jerusalem. Scripture says that God's people will have knowledge in the last days of Ezekiel performing the following signs, as he is instructed by God, preparing his belongings for moving, digging through a wall, and carrying out his belongings while bearing them on his shoulders. I believe that this represents the time when end times Jacob moves while he is still in captivity in Babylon U.S. Recall in my recent passage how I muse that end times Jacob appears to be at least somewhat freed, and eventually saved out of the time of Jacob's trouble, but still must remain in Babylon for a time, and furthermore that this may include some form of captivity, likely under the rule of the last days king of Babylon. Meanwhile, at this time that Jacob digs through a wall and moves from one place to another, we are told that the wicked prince of the country of Israel will try to do the same. But he will be caught. 
my net also will I spread upon him, and he shall be taken in my snare, and I will bring him to Babylon to the land of the Chaldeans, yet shall he not see it, though he shall die there. Easy 12 13. This will be an Israeli ruler likely captured and brought to Babylon U.S. It is likely also the time of the beginning of Jacob's trouble, which will only signal more trouble coming on to both countries of Israel and Babylon U.S., and subsequently on to the whole world. The capture and revealing of corrupt leaders at this time could be at the time in Scripture that says sudden destruction will come on those who falsely say peace and safety, likely referring to the corrupt parties involved with the peace agreement mentioned above that provides no peace of healing, or of justice for God's remnant. In my prior passages on the birthing of God's holy children in the end times. Recall that Emmanuel's spiritual birthing, is ch. 7, is a signal that two corrupt kings, king of Israel and king of Syria, who are aligned against God's Judah remnant will be captured. This event was a prophetic picture of end times kings of Israel and Syria not literally today's country of Syria, but likely a close ally of Israel slash Babylon to be captured for their alliance and persecution of God's remnant people in Babylon U.S. I mentioned earlier in this passage that we might be able to link signs of Ezekiel to end times birthings of both end times Emmanuel and Jacob. At the time above when a siege of Jerusalem comes and its leaders are captured, this is possibly the time of Jacob's trouble, about which we are told. Ask ye now, and see whether a man doth travail with child? Wherefore do I see every man with his hands on his loins, as a woman in travail, and all faces are turned into paleness? Jer 30-6. The country of Israel's leaders themselves will be shown to have conspired against and persecuted the holy, royal, righteous remnant of their own people in Babylon U.S. This will likely include the worst kinds of crimes, including the revealing of the shedding of innocent blood. Ezekiel's captive conditions as a sign of the country of Israel's captivity. While somewhat freed at this perilous time, as discussed above, Ezekiel, likely end times Jacob, is told by God to shut himself inside his house, Easy 324. In what appears to be a house arrest type scenario, God says that Ezekiel will be bound up and not able to talk at this time. So Ezekiel bears the iniquity of his rebellious people being strapped and held without being able to speak, Easy 324-27. In his vision of this time, Ezekiel provides more detail about his captivity, with additional signs for his people. God tells him that he will lay on his left side for 390 days to bear the iniquity of the house of Israel, and then on his right side for 40 days to do the same for the house of Judah. During this same time, countries of Israel and Babylon U.S. will come under full siege. Israel will be surrounded, Babylon U.S. could be under some type of pre-invasion martial law. Recall from my prior passages how Israel will first be surrounded by foreign armies at its borders as described above by Jesus himself. God is ultimately going to give them into the hands of strangers at this time. Babylon U.S. will also eventually be invaded. During this time of ongoing captivity, God then instructs Ezekiel to eat bread that is measured by weight and water that is measured. His food will also be defiled. In fact, God tells Ezekiel to eat his bread with quaking and to drink his water with carefulness at this time. Recall that end times Ezekiel resides in Babylon U.S. And these restrictions on rations could be consistent with some kind of martial law scenario. Again, those in the land of Israel will do the same with their rations, and with astonishment, because of the desolation and violence that is uncovered in their society, Easy 12:18. Signs of increased severity of punishment on the country of Israel. I described in a prior passage how Scripture tells us the first trouble that will come upon the land of Israel when it is surrounded will be famine. Sieging forces will cut off the nation's food supply. God supports this further through His words to Ezekiel in saying that He will break the staff of bread in Jerusalem at this time. 
Note the likely expanded meaning of the term break the staff of bread here. In fact, famine will eventually get so bad that God says, Father shall eat sons in the midst of thee. You will recall that this is the time when God will bring on the rest of His four severe judgments. See my passage, God's coming punishment on the country of Israel, part 2. In addition to famine, just described, then pestilence, the sword and wild beasts will come upon the land. The sword will come as surrounding armies go from sieging the land of Israel to invading it. Again, we are given a sign through Ezekiel while he remains under house arrest slash captivity and unable to talk at this time in Babylon U.S. God tells Ezekiel to shave his head and his beard as a warning. We are told that Ezekiel does this after the days of the siege are fulfilled, while he was laying on his side. As a sign of the next phase, an increased severity of punishment via an invasion, God then instructs Ezekiel to do the following with his shaved hair. Burn one-third in the midst of the city. Smite one-third with a knife. Scatter one-third to the wind, to be followed by the sword. This action by Ezekiel will symbolize God's punishment on Jerusalem's people, about which God says one-third of its people will die by the sword, one-third will die by pestilence, and one-third will be scattered, but followed by the sword. In prior passages on this site, I have described in detail the international invading Chaldean forces that will come upon the country of Israel, but the following scripture, as symbolized by the harlot, daughter of, Jerusalem's lovers turned enemies represents the force that will invade. The Babylonians, and all the Chaldeans, Pekad, and Shoah, and Koah, and all the Assyrians with them, all of them desirable young men, captains and rulers, great lords and renowned, all of them riding upon horses. And they shall come against thee with chariots, wagons, and wheels, and with an assembly of people, which shall set against thee buckler and shield and helmet round about, and I will set judgment before them, and they shall judge thee according to their judgments. Easy 23-24. As God sets His jealousy against the harlot of His people, this is a sign for the people of Jerusalem slash Israel as a whole who have worshipped and loved false gods more than, or in lieu of, their one true God. Signs of the Demise of the Harlot, Jerusalem, and Ezekiel's Wife Referring to the harlot city Jerusalem and likely even a real-life remnant harlot turned Chaldean kingdom queen, who is filled with much lies and blood on her hands, God gives Ezekiel the sign of her demise via the parable of the boiling pot, E.C.C.H. 24. This harlot's filthiness and lewdness will not be able to be purged. She is one who has defiled God's sanctuary with abominations. Meanwhile, keep in mind here the parallel meaning for Babylon U.S. In Ezekiel's visions God leads him to the north gate and instructs him to look to the north toward the image of jealousy, likely a Babylonian, Chaldean false god abomination. Remember also the boiling pot from the north in the vision that God gave to Jeremiah. It had meaning for Jeremiah's day, but also likely has meaning similar to the parable of the boiling pot here it is a pot signaling God's coming punishment for worshipping false gods. While I will likely address Israel's harlot figures in more detail in part 2, I do not believe that it is a coincidence that Ezekiel's own wife is discussed in the same section of Scripture, especially considering that he may be a type of Emmanuel a husband figure to the daughters of Jerusalem. Keep in mind again that end times Ezekiel, son of man, or Jacob, and his wife reside in Babylon U.S. As another sign to God's people in Israel through Ezekiel's personal life, God tells him that he will take away his wife, the desire of his eyes, and the one that his soul pities. God instructs Ezekiel not to cry, nor to engage in mourning rituals about her death, but to proceed wearing a head covering and sandals. The meaning of these clothing items may be at least loosely taken to mean a sign of mourning, injustice and coming action as a result, Ref, Bible Gateway, Dictionary. Recall that this is also still a time when Ezekiel's mouth is still shut from speaking to his people. 
According to Scripture, God's people who slowly realize how Ezekiel and his life is a sign for them in the last days will seek meaning for this situation of his wife. God instructs Ezekiel to answer and warn them as follows. Speak unto the house of Israel, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will profane my sanctuary, the excellency of your strength, the desire of your eyes, and that which your soul pitieth, and your sons and your daughters whom ye have left shall fall by the sword. Easy 24-21. There will be no sorrow or lamentation for destruction that comes upon the country of Israel once their abominations are discovered and revealed. In fact, God tells these invaders to, begin at my sanctuary, easy 9-6. God continues to remind His people that He gives prophetic signs through Ezekiel, and times Jacob, so that His people will see and know, I am the Lord God, easy 24-24. The day of Jerusalem's destruction is the time when Ezekiel's mouth is again opened by the Lord. There is some additional interpretation here, Ref, Bible Hub, Cambridge Bible for Schools and Colleges, that the meaning of Ezekiel's mouth being opened is related to God's people actually finally being able to begin to hear, understand and verify what He has been trying to tell them. This is again so that they will know, as God repeats, I am the Lord, Ezekiel 24 27. Furthermore, they will also finally recognize at this time that a prophet has been among them, Ezekiel 33 33. Tilda. In conclusion, in addressing Ezekiel's life and signs given, as with Jeremiah, the timing and manner his life's end is unknown. As it was for Jeremiah, perhaps this is fitting, since Ezekiel appears to be another figure who transcends time with a persona that is among us again in these last days. One sign of his timelessness is that he joins the two sticks of Judah and Ephraim, easy. Ch. 37, as a symbol of the final regathering of the whole house of Israel. Note here again Ezekiel as a type of end times Jacob who we know raises up the tribes of Israel. As indicated above, Ezekiel's mouth is opened again after the invasion and destruction of Jerusalem. In the day God opens Ezekiel's mouth, he says through him, referring to an end times type of Jacob. In that day will I cause the horn of the house of Israel to bud forth, and I will give thee the opening of the mouth in the midst of them, and they shall know that I am the Lord. Easy 29-21. This could be a sign that Ezekiel is released from captivity at this time. This could also be the equivalent to the time we learn about when God breaks the yoke of the king of Babylon from end times Jacob, Jer 30-8. This could also be the same symbolic time at which Jeremiah is released by Babylon's forces after they destroyed Jerusalem in his day. We are told, Jeremiah went his way. Ah, the deep mysteries of God. Grace and peace. Lion's Lair, LL.